Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, Kalen Patterson, Midwest Muscle, P4P Real Talk in the house, and this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in the world, and if you, yes you, are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goals like what, Desiree? Like a Mack truck through ice cream. Ice cream for ice cream. Yeah, but it's got to have snickerdoodle. <laughs> or chocolate. <laughs> or snickerdoodle. Or chocolate. Or both. Or snickerdoodle. Or just chocolate. But we digress. <laughs> we digress. So what happens next, Kaylin? What should they do? <laughs> they should chit-chat it with the band. I don't know. <laughs> they should check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now uh, what? They're going to chat it with the banter. <laughs> and now let's talk. <laughs> now let's talk. Chit-chat it with the banter. Now, now we're going to chit-chat with the banter with uh, Caitlin Patterson and Desiree Fletcher Carruthers. Together, we are Team Awesome, and I tell you, is there anything more awesome than listening to us chit-chatter with the banner at the beginning of every show? Because you just really don't know what you're going to get. It's very entertaining. (laughs) It's very something. I don't know if our listeners would call it entertaining, but they definitely would call it something, and they might even call it special, and and not the good kind of special. I don't know, but, (laughs) but there you have it. There you have it. So, Kaylin Patterson, what, my friend, has been going on since last we met on the airwaves? Oh, well, well actually, last we met we're at the show in, uh, I can't even, what is it, Oak Forest? What was it, Oak? Oak something. Oakview? Was, was it Oakview Terrace? Oak Park Terrace yeah, Oak is Terrace. where we were at. Ex- yes. Is it Oakview or Oak Park? Anyway, we're confused. There's an oak, and there's a terrace, and there was Illinois, and Kaylin and I were both there at the OCB Skyview Classic, and uh, it was it was quite a show. It was a fantastic show, and, um, you know, I, I feel like we've kind of talked about this, but I know we haven't talked about it yet, and we're going to have to talk about it in another show because we actually have two uh, – Fantastic guest tonight, but I would be all-star. remiss if I didn't say, yes, all-star guest tonight. So this one quick comment, the OCB Skyview Classic has by far audience participation in the majority of shows that I have been to. And granted, I haven't been to them all, so I can't speak to them all, but for the ones that I've been to, these fans are among the best. It may be rivaled by the uh, P4P undefeated fans, but these fans are always the three years in a row that I've been to this show, uh, which is a record. National anthem, acapella. Yes, (laughs) Kalen Patterson. (laughs) You can't go wrong there. And uh, they are always tremendous. He has the pipes. In fact, weren't you supposed to be singing Marvin Gaye for us sometime? I did. On the show live? I you did. did. Yes, That's ma'am. right. You God, did. Yes. I, well, then I think it's time that you serenade us again. Maybe not tonight, but I we're gonna we're gonna make that happen. That. Yes, that's what I think. <laughs> I think you're Take right, but I think we are gonna make that happen 
on a future show. Hey. So, listeners, don't you fret. If you missed the last Kalen Patterson serenade, his Marvin Gaye rendition, we're going to have him on doing something else. And with that, Kalen, let us know who is on the show tonight. Uh, like the biggest names in, in natural bodybuilding ever. Ever. <laughs> I'm very uh, proud to know these, these individuals so well and just know them like the real people they are. And I've been amazed at the things they've accomplished, the accolades. I don't give them justice because it doesn't say the backstory. And I think that's, uh, that's for what we're going to be talking about on the show tonight. But also, you know, Rico, I, I really have a lot of respect and love for because I'm telling you, he, he's done some amazing things. And when I reached out to him way back in the day, uh, he was willing to do it and really put a boost on uh, the real talk and the Midwest muscle and all of that. And, and you know, I was basically just up and coming, and the only person I really knew in the sport was Mike Newman and, you know, just how it grew from there. And, and Seneca is just uh, an amazing individual, one of the Amazons of the sport, and just a genuine gem. And I, I just love and adore her and, and Mark and all that they do especially with promoting the sport from the inside out. I think that needs to be done more. I know Rico does a lot of that, but I think if we really wanted to grow fully and maturely with true aspects of the sport showing and shining a lot more, we have to grow from the inside out, not from the outside in. And they do that very well above and beyond. So I'll I'll pass it back to you and, and, and you can take this show and we can just get going, man. I'm ready. (laughs) <laughs> so with that why don't we start with uh, ladies first so Tenica Tenica Hindman why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners I know some are familiar there are some that won't be and then we will pass it on over to Philip Ricardo Jr. Hello everyone it's um, a beautiful sunny morning here in Australia um, my name's Tenica I'm a three times uh, natural <coughs> Olympia champion way back from 2010, 2011, and 2012. Um, a few other trophies in the mix since then. But, um, yeah, absolutely love sculpting my body and keeping fit and healthy. And, um, yeah, along with Ricardo, we're both Hall of Famers, so we're very passionate about our sport. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be on the show. All right, happy to have you. Philip, Rico, Ricardo, whatever you go by, <laughs> you share with us a little bit All about yourself. Above. There you go. Yeah, like Kaylin said, all the above. I am Philip Ricardo Rico, as many of my friends call me. Um, I am a four-time natural Olympia champion, four-time natural universe, four, uh, two-time uh, world champion, uh, competed in many federations, but I promote for the INBA, PNBA, love natural bodybuilding, and just like Tenika said, we are also uh, Hall of Famers, and, you know, it's yes. just, uh, been a blessing have a career that I've had and just to meet all these wonderful people, including everyone on this phone call and podcast and, you know, life is good. That's it. That's, that's all about me. <laughs> that is awesome. And I know we're going to dive into, because both of you are uh, PNBA Pro Hall of Famers, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. In fact, I just saw an announcement that, um, that the next uh, Hall of Famers are going to be inducted 
uh, later this year, and some of those have started to roll out. So that's exciting. But before we do that, I'm going to take us back just a little bit because on our last show we were discussing um, uh, Generation Iron, Natty for Life, and uh, Rico was one of the Natties featured on that um, on that segment. So I want to touch on that real quick before we dive into Hall of Fame. And Tinica, you can, I mean, you've seen it. You can weigh in on that documentary as well. But we, Rico, kind of tell us what it was like to participate in that and kind of what the reaction has been since it's, since it's been released. Yeah, it's been uh, unbelievable. It's like a dream come true because I've been in the sport so long. And, you know, when I first came into sports, the first thing I was wanting to do kind of in a selfish way is, you know, everyone wants to be famous, you know, sponsored, magazines, TV, all that stuff. And, you know, it didn't come quickly or easily. And, it just took time. God's timing, you know, was, was this was the time after all these years of supporting and being part of natural bodybuilding and seeing how, you know, the Cato family, just give them all the praise because Denny and Diana and Denise, that whole family, they push, you know, to really uh, have the athletes, you know, just be compensated and, and honored for what we do. And, you know, he wants to see the sports in the Olympics. He wants us to be more recognized and, all these things he does finally led to, you know, Iron Man magazine, I think was probably the first thing that really, you know, got yes. the ball rolling. And then, you, um, after you. that, you know, we got Generation Iron. And so it's just unbelievable. And so, you know, like I was telling you guys earlier, last year I had so many, uh, you know, a lot of tragedies happen in life. My mother passed away in 2018. My father passed in 2019. And I lost my job. So many crazy things happening in you know, I just, you know, it was the closest I became, you know, came to really focusing on God and, and, and where I am in life and what was important. Um, and then when I finally had the interview with you guys, I think it was last June with Kyoshi, um, you know, he had challenged me to come out and compete in the National Olympia. And I was in no shape or, you know, mindset of doing the National Olympia. But then right after that, Denise Capos contacted me and said, look, Generation Iron's going to be doing it you know, a film, documentary on, on their federation. And uh, if you want to be part of it, you got to do an interview process. And if they choose you, you'll be on it, and they'll you know, come by and, and follow your life and your um, training and everything up to the show. And, uh, you know, if you're willing to do it, but you have to compete. You have to compete. And, and, it, and not only just compete, but I, you know, being 49 years old, I just thought I was going to compete in the Masters. You know, you got to compete against the pros. Open pro, so you know a lot of it was going through my mind. I was just, you know wondering if I was going to do it. Went and did the whole uh, interview with them, and um, I got chosen. And I had to make that decision, you know, not feeling I was going to be able to stand up against like you know the new crop of top pros like Rob Terry and you know uh, Adrian and, and you know Giant, yeah, Christopher Okech and Tommy Thompson and um, you know Siobhan Cunningham. A lot of people don't even realize kind of champion he is and that he is. Uh, just so many, you know, top guys that are out there. And I was like, you know what, if I place in top five, it's just really for me to be on the documentary just to talk about my life and what I've had to, you know, endure as a natural bodybuilding. So that was the main focus. Um, and they came by, you know, filled my life and um, filled me, you know, my prep. They actually came to my job. Um, and it was just a great feeling you know, even though, you know, I'm prepping to compete in the biggest show in the world, 
um, and it's kind of a distraction, but it's a chance of a lifetime. And the way the film ended up coming yeah. out, it was, uh, it was a great big experience. And I think it's kind of like one of those monumental things in my career that I can say that I'm part of. And it's going to be such a great thing for natural bodybuilding. I've been getting so many messages from all around the world of just people that enjoyed the film and, you know, especially the part of how, you know, I honored God in the movie and how, you know, I was with my family and things like that. I think that's very important to me and I think it's important for the sport as well. Uh, you know, I, I got to go back to uh, what you were talking about with this, uh, the show and, and the Natural Olympia and you winning because I was very surprised and hurt for two reasons. And one of them was that, you know, people had said, you know, because of Generation Iron that you were supposed to win and handpick. And I said, that hurt, one, because I said they didn't listen to our podcast when you were saying, you know, you had a lot of reservations till Kiyoshi had called it out. And then, two, that, you know, with something that big, you, you'd be risking everything. And, you know, when you have the Iron Man and when you have the Generation Iron Man, the last thing you want is something to taint that. So I was really surprised that, that, that it, you know, that had been put out there and very disappointed because, you know, you had overcome so much. It was just amazing. It seemed like boom, boom, boom. Something else was knocking you down or hitting you in the head. And I was thinking, you know, why if, why kick someone when they've come through so much? But I don't think we keep up with enough, each other enough where people can actually understand that backstory because there was a lot going on in your life, and it seemed to be one thing after another after another. And I thank God that, you know, you had something like natural bodybuilding to keep you motivated enough to keep pushing forward instead of falling backwards into depression and all those other things. And I know there were days where you probably thought you would succumb to it. So, you know, much love and much appreciation for that. But with the uh, the video, the Generation uh, yeah, Generation I, how it had all come about, and everyone expected so much from it, you know, progressing the, the natural athletes. But I said, you know, we're not – we have to basically get our foot in the door before we start busting things open. And I think Iron Man was a big shot in the arm for that, where, where it could be addressed, but also where the athletes could shine as natural athletes and there would be, you know, the separation of the enhanced and the natural, because I think that's something that's not very well known to the, the, the common core gym rats or anybody else, that there is a difference and there is a separation in that. So I was, I was very glad to see that stuff promoted and also with the athletes that were out there that they could be done you know, to to their best potential and very well spoken in doing so. So when all of this is going on and, and you have that laid out in front of you, you know, how much did it feel like, once again, you're asked to be a pioneer of the sport and basically introduce yourself to a whole new community and some who wouldn't watch unless it was Generation Iron? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I, honestly, I didn't really think about it that much. I was All I can do is be me. You know, and I just try to be as real as possible and, you know, not put on the front or, you know, I I wanted them. And that's why I thought it was really important that they saw and capture me praying with my wife and, you know, capture my, my work and, uh, you know, just the things that I do on a normal everyday basis. I'm not, you know, an IFBB pro where a lot of them, it's their full-time job to just, you know, eat, work out and, 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 and 
compete. You know, I have a, a real life. I've got struggles. And I'm not saying that they don't have struggles, too. All, all people have struggles. I mean, even you and I, as long as we've known each other, we've been there for the struggles we've had to go through. And it's just a part of life. And as you get older and have experiences, you, you learn how to deal with it, especially if you have peace in God and, and you know, trust in the Lord. But, I, you know, you, you just work through it. And I think it's a testimony to to him as to, you know, what we can accomplish even when the chips are down if you have that, that right focus and mindset on what's important in life. And so with that, I just, you know, I just kept on moving forward. And I know a lot of people do follow me and know what I do. And I think I had a lot of uh, encouragement from the Keiko's family, you know, especially Denise saying that, you know, she thinks that because of what I've accomplished with the Federation and in the sport in general, that, uh, I need to be in the film. So that, that, that right there is good motivation for me and help me to, to power through. So. so a lot going on there, a lot going on there. Tenica, now you've watched um, Generation Iron, Natty for Life. How did you feel that the documentary portrayed natural bodybuilding? Well, I, from my perspective, loved seeing how balanced it seemed we were. We Like... Um, Rico was saying, you know, families were shown, routines were shown. We're really down to earth and genuine, and we all basically have nine to five type jobs. So I really appreciated to go behind the scenes and see that. Oh my gosh, yeah, I do that and I do that, and see we we are well rounded. And sometimes people perceive us as um, potentially narrow minded, think about ourselves a lot, but oh no, we we are more humble about family and everything and we try to fit it all in and as uh, Rico said we have our own struggles and it was just nice to see that showing on um, the documentary I, I loved that part that's awesome and you know and you guys bring up so many good points and you do too Tenica just about you know we've got Rico's perspective of how he got there and being part of that. And then you as a natty phenom watching it, how you felt seeing things unfold in front of you and the family part in your personal life for all natural athletes, not just those in the documentary. I mean, it really is something to take into consideration. Like Rico, you're recently married, um, you know, had, had loss in your life, but you also have kids, you're an athlete, you're a promoter, coach, ex-Marine. I mean, you've been bodybuilding for a long time. Then on the other hand, Tenica, you are a lifestyle and fitness coach. You're a mother. You're a wife. You've got, like you said, many, many medals, Olympia gold and pro gold in several classes, multiple, multiple title wins, over 50, including worlds and universe. And, um, you know, you you love dancing. You have hobbies. I mean, you dedicate a lot to the sport, both of you, and athletes in general, but it, that's not all that's there. You live well-rounded lives, and I think that's part of the perspective that, you know, people looking from the outside in might be missing that, you know, you really are normal people with full lives, but that have a passion for natural bodybuilding and you make it part of your lives and lifestyle. It's not just, you know, lifting weights, broccoli and chicken 24 seven. And that's all you do. It's not it. And so <laughs> I'm glad that that part of, you know, athlete life was portrayed well in the documentary. So there is that, there is that. 
Now, the other part, and I know we've got a couple questions we're going to get to, um, is being Hall of Famers, both of you. We have the male side. We have the female side. Both of you have been doing this a long time, still going strong. Um, I I guess tell us a little bit about um, your journey to the Hall of Fame, and we can talk about you individually and what it means to be a Natty Hall of Famer. Tenika, why don't we start with you? Well, it was such an honor when it um, came about and um, Denny offered it to me. I just felt, so I've been lifting weights since I was about 20 through university and got into natural bodyboarding in 2001 at uni, won my first show and it just kind of kept going. And I suppose in reflection, I feel young, I'm 41 and I received it in my 30s, the Hall of Fame trophy. I just felt so honoured. And But as a reflection, I've now been bodybuilding, naturally, for 20 years. <laughs> so right. That's awesome. That's my life. Rico Classic. <laughs> I was that also going to say that during COVID, um, when the gyms were closed, I kept training at home. Um, our gyms were closed for about 12 weeks, and when it reopened... I looked the same as when the gym closed and everybody else had put weight on. At different things, because I keep living, eating well, I keep eating, irrespective of whether I'm competing or not. So, um, yeah, it was very interesting, but I I love the lifestyle. It is a part of me, and um, that Hall of Fame really does truly mean something where I want to keep going for another 20 years, not necessarily always competing the whole time, but being an inspiration, being there to support... Um, others to um, yeah potentially get on stage, but you know eat well, live well, and um, yeah naturally. All right, fantastic, Rico. How about you? Yeah, you know, just like Tenika was saying, uh, you know, I think I have a little bit of a different path because she's still a youngster. You know, she's her and Mark are just awesome <laughs> people, and I remember how they were at at the Olympia and the little girl and everything else, just a family, you know, and. Um, I, I had a, I've been, you know, active for a long time too, playing, you know, sports, football was my first love. And I got into bodybuilding pretty young, but I didn't really get with uh, the Keiko's family and their federation until 1998. Um, and that's back when it was the ABA. They didn't really have a pro class. But uh, at the time, you know, I saw so many awesome athletes, um, you know, that were part of the federation. And I just wanting to, get up there with those guys. Like I had met Michael Hearn, you know, when he first started with the Federation. A lot of people talk about him in the in the documentary, obviously, but he had been competing and won the universe in 1997. So I started in 1998. I met Kyoshi during that time, uh, John Hansen, so many greats. And um, they actually had uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony, I think, that year, 98, that's when I first saw it. And I was like shot. No, maybe it was 2007. I can't remember. But it's been a while since I've been with the Federation for so many years. But when I finally saw the Hall of Fame inductees, that was kind of like, wow, it's just one of those things that I kind of dreamed of, you know, getting because it's such a big honor. Hall of Fame in any kind of event or sport or, you know, endeavor is something that we all strive for because it's like the top of the heap. And, um, you know, so after everything going on in my career, and I was in my 40s, probably, um, I competing in the 2015 Natural Olympia, and that's when I was able to get it, uh, you know, be inducted with such great guys like uh, Michael Waddington, 
my sponsor and, and great friend, Brandon Stewart, Eric Lipton, so many greats, you know, Eric's a great guy too. So all these great guys and females as well that were in, inducted. And it, it's just awesome because, you know, you get a chance to um, really become part of an elite crew of people that, you know, it's not just about your on-stage accomplishments, but I think it's more about your longevity in the sport and the federation and the things that you do as an ambassador for natural bodybuilding. And that's, you know, that's always what I've wanted to kind of portray, you know, to have people from all around the world just, you know, know that that's what we represent, natural lifestyle, natural bodybuilding, and, you know, the IMBA, PMBA. So, yeah, it's, it's a great thing, and, you know, um, we had guys like Roland Martinez and some of the other um, that that got us all these Hall of Fame rings. So we, we sport those whenever we meet up, and yeah, it, it's good. It's just like when I look at the NFL and I see all those Hall of Famers and all pros, I can say like in natural bodybuilding, I, I, I'm in that realm as well. So Right. Yeah, that's so Awesome. Kaylin, did you have anything you wanted to jump in with? Yeah, I, I, I think that's amazing because, like, the one thing I've always enjoyed about is you can't take that back. Like, when you get it, it's yours for your life, and your life is what earned it. And I, there's nothing but love and respect for people that are willing to acknowledge others and their successes. I think that speaks volumes of who they are and how they are and how they think. And, uh, you know, much love and, and respect to the Keiko's family for what they're doing, especially by you know, getting that Iron Man magazine and just covering so much about the natural athlete. And what I love is that, you know, now that people know about natural athleticism and, and the bodybuilding ranks, is that they're buying out the magazine over here at our Barnes & Noble. We have yet to have where there was one issue I could get hold of. So I'm really happy with that. Yeah, that always seems to be the case. Kalen always goes to get his <laughs> Muscle Man magazine, and it is not there. Iron Man, I should say. But uh, he's always having to order it. And and you guys, and for anybody who else is having that problem, I know how you love to have the hard copy, the paper in your hand, but you can also uh, – order your online copy as well and, and get it that way and, and not have to wait for it to be ordered in. So just a little just a little FYI on Ouch. that. And that's not it that's not a not Kaylin because I know you're one you have to have the paper and that's fine. Yes. Everybody has their preference. Everybody has their preference. Yeah. You know, something about I never did get into online reading. I like to have paper in my hands as well. So there you have that. Um couple of questions coming in. This one's from Dale. He's asking, Does anyone have any info if Generation Iron will be doing a complete natural bodybuilding version? And Dale, I have no info or inklings on that one. Does anybody else have a clue? Not me. Heard any rumblings? No? What do you all what right. do you mean by all all natural bodybuilding? He's asking a complete, a complete natural bodybuilding because I think the crux of this show was to determine whether or not naturals really were natural. Does their claim hold up? And so I'm not sure. Maybe he's thinking, when are they just going to cover natural bodybuilding for the sake that it's here, it's thriving, cover it, and not just the Olympia, but maybe a wider gamut right. of the sport. 
So yeah, that is a good question. That. I think I've heard. Yeah, I've heard from other people too asking the same question, and some some of the you know crit- critics, I guess, or critiques was that they do want multiple federations to be covered, and you know more athletes because there's so many other natural athletes, and I, you know that 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 is very true. Um, but uh, you know, I think they've been I, Vlad, who's the producer, he's done an awesome job of just kind of slowly but sure just learning about bodybuilding in general like this is his journey of covering first you know the bigger IFBB and then realizing that they're not the only bodybuilders out there that there are natural drug-free ones and so that allowed him to you know travel the world he saw the the natural bodybuilders in Africa in generation nine and three I don't know if you guys seen that but that's what led to this generation nine and four which is following the natural bodybuilder so who knows it could be a a fifth because I don't think he's stopping with you know generation iron four he's he's continued to produce a whole bunch of you know bodybuilding shows that are focused on all of bodybuilding so i think the more they contact the more that they watch generation iron four that'll push them to do a generation iron five who knows awesome awesome good deal next question for both um Tenekin. Oh. do i hear someone jumping in Yes, no, maybe. All right. Well, we'll come back to that if they were. (laughs) Next question is from Brent. This is for both Tenika and Rico. He says, as motivational juggernauts, how hard is it to stay humble and motivate the up-and-coming bodybuilding community? Tenika, what do you think about that? Because it's a passion, it doesn't feel hard to try to inspire. So what I do with fellow athletes or people in the gym is basically guide them to get excited, pick a goal, what, you know, really makes you um, want to be here um, and just get passionate about it. Find a photo, you know, who looks good, ask them how they're, you know, training their arms, if you like their arms, just share in the experience and it's the passion that keeps it alive. Um, and then, obviously, because we're genuinely living it, we then inspire others. Like, oh, you do it so effortlessly. It's because I enjoy it. I enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, that's my kind of <laughs> spin on things. Find your passion. Find your why. And, um, yeah, keep 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 just, yeah, digging into your heart and soul and, and, and find something that, yeah, gets you going. Very good. Rico. Yeah. Uh, I agree with Seneca. Yeah, she she hit it right on the head. Like for me, you know, I started off as a skinny kid, just like I mentioned in, in the uh, in the movie. And you know, I've always looked to others to help me to get where I've gotten to. And so I never see myself as this, you know, special person. I just go out there and I meet people that have the same exact passion, you know, that myself and Seneca and all of us on this call have. And you know, we all enjoy the sport. So if someone contacts me, I'm like, yeah, this is what I did. And, um, you know, you you have potential and you can do it just like I did. I don't feel like I've done anything more special than anybody else. It's just having that passion and consistency. And when you love to do something, you're going to keep on doing it. And like I heard Kaylin say, you know, that we talked about before, he's the fountain of youth. So if you want to have confidence and look good and, and be healthy for life, you know, this is not a bad hobby to have. And, you know, I love to talk to, like, a lot of the younger athletes, and especially after this movie, a lot of them have been contacting me, and I do little podcasts and stuff with them, and just try to encourage them, because I was young and got 
started in the sport too, and I want them to be the future of the sport. So I think that's the the best mindset to have is that I, I you know, I'm, I'm go- pushing 50 now, so I got to make sure I pass it down. So the sport continues on with the, the new crop of athletes, male, female, whatever, just whoever's interested in sport and lead them to the natural way. So that's it. I definitely want to jump in on this one because I can speak to both. And I think as a fan sport, as well as somebody who can, you know, step on stage as well, I was very, very overwhelmed when I had met both uh, Rico and Tanaka because they were all starting you know, with their own doing, but also with how they presented themselves and I, I got to take a step back because there was a time when I was working at this shingle place and the guy that came down to train us was such a nice fella. And I was just, I, I, you know, I was just enamored with him because he was just so nice. And I, I told him, I said, man, you know, half of the stuff that I want to do is because you were so nice to me. And he said something that really, and he said, well, Hey, I'm paid to be nice. So, you know, I get a bonus at the end of this. And I was so disheartened because I was thinking, you know, this guy was really genuine, but he wasn't. I mean, he was down there to make some money and get a bonus for being uh, really nice and having people give him a nice, uh, give him some nice accolades and and, and a nice write-up. So when I met uh, Rico and hanging out with him, and this this guy stayed genuine just like he'd been on, on, on the social mediums, and it was just a blessing because I felt more than enthused and motivated to work even harder. And I, I remember one of the things I promised school kids getting an autograph from a superhero because I said I, I promised him that I would take everything I learned back home and share it with everyone that I had a chance to meet and, and, and then work out with or just speak some of the things, especially that fountain of youth. Because, Rico, you told me that. And I said, boy, that's the truth because he, he didn't look his age at all. And then when I met Tanaka in Chicago, I was just blown away at how just naturally genuine she was and how, like, even with everyone stuck with the stars in their eyes and she's basically speaking to us like a a mother speaks to her her children with so much love and and, and affection that you actually want to keep pursuing that that fountain of youth that Rico had spoken to me all those years ago. So, you know, they didn't change. You know, they were really genuine people. And even after they stepped off of stage and the show was over, they were still real, genuine people. They were It's not an act. And, and so I think that's what draws more people to natural bodybuilding is because they're real people. They have real lives. They have real backstories. And there's not a pharmaceutical doctor, you know, coming to pat them on the back and give them their next cycle of whatever they use to, to win. So I, I think that's what makes natural bodybuilding so close to the heart. And I know people like that is what engaged me to do more for the sport in general. All right. And I would agree. I agree with it all. But uh, I have to ask a very, a Tenica, a very important question before we, before we lose all of this. Tenica, this question is from Mark South. And he wants to know what makes him the best in your eyes and soul. <laughs> well, uh, you, you you attracted me because you were genuine too, and you fed me such lovely food. Oh my goodness! No, you just 
you complete me. You feed me. Come on, bodyboarders. You know they're hangry. I never get hangry. He's always giving me food. And um, the right food, clearly, because I never put any weight on. Um, yeah, no, he um, he fed my soul. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Mark Charles. If you're listening, that's the answer to your very important question. Um, and, and for those of you who have been listening for us a while, you know that Mark is one of our favorites, favorites along with the Tenica and Rico that's uh, on the show, and he and he helps feed not only Tenica's soul but our soul with nutrition information. So we enjoy Mark quite a bit. Um, so, guys, the CNBA Hall of Fame. What does it take to become a Hall of Famer? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a tenica? And nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> well, I, Genuine. I, I mean, I kinda... I've, I've seen the nominations already this year, and I would fully agree with the nominations that have come up. There's a spark. Like, we we, we, we really, oh, I don't know, it just X Factor. Call it X Factor. Um, people are drawn to us because of that kind of positive, uplifting energy. Um, we yes. smile genuinely because... We just love people, love helping, and love the sport. So, um, yeah, that's us. Yeah, Excellent. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and I, I think I talked about it earlier. It's just mainly being, you know, uh, an ambassador for the sport. You know, I think um, the Keiko's family are very aware of all the athletes. They're very attentive to to all of us. You know, and they look at all the people from around the world. You're not just getting you know, Hall of Famers from the U.S., obviously Seneca's from Australia. You've got a lot of them even from this year that are, you know, from all around the world. And, you know, you just pick people that have done things in the sport to promote the sport. You know, we've got, um, you know, so many greats that are uh, elected this year. You know, so congratulations to all of them, Brandon Lirio, Adrian Petraea, um, Brian Edom. There's, there's so many that's on the list and, you know, they all deserve it, just like Tenica said. So um, we don't, we're not part of the Hall of Fame, you know, um, process of selecting the inductees, but it seems like every year I don't see them choosing someone who doesn't deserve it. So, Amen to that. Things I'd like to say into that is, like I said, they're promoting the sport, and it's not just the show they're competing. And I think that's one of the, the biggest uh drawbacks to many of our competitors is that, you know, if it's a show they're doing, they want to win it. And if they don't win it, they don't say anything about it. And they don't say anything about the forthcoming shows or anything about the organization or the industry. And that's very disheartening because, like I said, if we do more promoting from the inside out, things change. And it's so good when you have people that are happy what what they're doing because I said the one thing that really kept me from ever wanting to compete was just the misery I kept hearing being shared with with the preps and I said well heck I've never played a sport in my life where I was unhappy doing it and I didn't want anything to do with it, it, it you know I gotta eat my broccoli I gotta eat this fish I gotta eat the tilapia and it sounded like the worst thing in life and I said I, I didn't want to do anything but you know hold the the camera for Mike uh, Newman when we were at the different shows, because, heck, that's as close as I wanted to get. And then I met, you know, Rico and I met uh, Seneca, and they're loving life, and they're enjoying their food. They're enjoying the company they're keeping. And I said, well, shoot, I want a part of that. 
now it sounds like something I wanted to do. I can, that's it because sports to me is something you enjoy, not not stuff, something you suffer through. So they were promoting without even attempting to promote just because of the passion they have in their hearts and souls to do what they're doing and enjoy the process of doing it. So it, it, it really transforms a mentality when you can speak in a positive nature and speak truthfully about the positivity that you have. So, you know, that was big for me. I mean, like, I, I could go on and on with everything they've done to basically keep me interested in the sport, but it's the people that are doing it, the competitors that basically make my heart shine when, when I'm talking to them. And so, you know, I tell them the smile that I have doing the interviews is genuine simply because I know I'm speaking to genuine individuals. So I, I just wanted to add that, Des, and then and you can take it from there. Well, I'm just going to round this out. Rico uh, named a few athletes that are going to be inducted this year into the 2020 INBA PNBA Natural Bodybuilding Hall of Fame. So let's go ahead and uh, and share the whole list here. So uh, Adrian Piet, is it Pietro? Pietro? Petrario. USA? Petrario. Okay. Yep. yep. <laughs> so I'm glad you're on the show. Uh, so USA, Adrian Petrario, yeah. USA is going to be inducted. Brandon Lirio, USA. Uh, Svetlana Joyner, Australia. Koloman Ta from Ooh. Slovakia is uh, added to the list. Sandra Sisk, USA, and also Brian Edom, USA. So all of these athletes will be inducted at the uh, 23rd Natural Olympia in uh, Las Vegas, November 15th of this year, COVID-19 permitting. So there you have it. Congratulations to all of those folks. And, um, you know, it, it is exciting to have this level of recognition for all that you do for the sport, not just for what you do on the stage, but what you do behind the scenes as well. And we've also had the honor, Kaylin and I, of having several NBA, PNBA, Hall of Fame um, inductees on the show as well. And they have always been phenomenal in, um, you know, recommending other athletes to be on the show or saying, hey, I think this athlete is doing great things. You guys should take a look at them. So I always appreciate, we always appreciate uh, when we get the insight from athletes on other athletes that are doing great things. So, you know, keep up the good work on that end. So, um so I guess since there is no magic formula <laughs> to how you get into college, or at least we don't know what it is. I mean, clearly it takes talent. You need to be a pro. You need to be an active advocate for the sport um, everywhere that you well, can. That so like not necessarily got, only in your country. Yeah, I mean, so it sounds like, yeah, we've got part of the formula, and you guys are the living part of the formula. Um and so the next question I'm going to ask then is just going to be difficult because I don't know, you know, you don't know all of the ins and outs of how you get inducted, but, you know, I don't even know if this is a goal that you strive for, if it's just something that's icing on the cake as an athlete. But if someone were to be like, hey, Tenica Rico, you know, I think it would be just awesome to be a Hall of Famer. How, you know, how do I get there? What would you guys tell them? Be yourself. Try for the best. I mean, I never saw it coming. I was like, what? Really? <laughs> I was just so excited turning up to the shows and seeing everyone. It's like we're family. It's just, and then that obviously shone through. It's just passion. And 
definitely it just it, it wasn't asked for it just happened and you're just so humble and grateful keep being you keep striving for what you feel is the, the best or the better version of you and share it and share it with others Very good. yeah that's that's awesome yep yeah i feel like you know like Tenika said he's got to be yourself because everything that happens in life if you if you're very passionate like we are in, in this fitness industry and natural bodybuilding good things just end up happening you know and i i can say just kind of like Tenika said is i don't think i you know even thought about the hall of fame that was like the last thing my thing was every competition i'm going into to see how well i can do against the best that are going to be on that stage and hopefully i came out on top and you know as i got more successful in the sport like i didn't even really think about it because I was always thinking about the next show and going up against all the, the top guys that were out there and, and, you know, meeting everybody at these shows. And, you know, it's just one of those things that happened. And when it happened, it was like, wow, it's icing on the cake. And, uh, you know, then to be inducted with some of my great friends and, and people that I uh, really um, enjoy in the sport, like I said, with Eric Lipton and Michael Waddington and Brandon Stewart is like even more, you know, uh, more special but, you know, for others that are looking to, you know, have a goal of that, you know, just continue on. You know, I think it, it, I haven't just seen athletes that were um, inducted. Mike Newman, I think, is in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, he's not yes, he a yeah. NBA pro. So it, it, it really just someone that really has a passion for the sport, like what you two are doing, just having, you know, giving the awareness on the show, you know, to, to certain athletes. I mean, that that's worthy of it, you know, but – it's, it's, it's basically just, you know, with the Denny and Diana Keiko's, the Federation, just seeing people for what they do and, and just honoring them with this, this special thing. So it's a great honor, um, but, you know, I, I, I don't know <laughs> how it happens. I'm just left to just <laughs> be in this special group, you know, and that's it. <laughs> and it is a very special group, uh, well-renowned athletes, but also very, very good representatives of the sport ambassadors of the sport and I, I i the one thing that you guys do so every day you forget to mention is that you have to be driven you have to be very driven you have to have a passion and you have to love what you do but the one thing that it has to be removed is excuses i mean because like there's a lot that happens in you guys lives. i mean there's so much that comes up that could say okay take this time off or you know because society really caters to the miserable sometimes. And, and if you're having a hard time, they're like, oh, take time off, you know. So basically get away from the thing that keeps you motivated and passionate. Just stop doing that for a while and, and try to recover yourself. And, and the whole part of who you are is tied into your health and fitness and how it's helped you with all the years in the past. But take that out of your life and somehow, some way you'll get better by removing the one of the biggest and best parts of you know, what drives you and keeps you going. So I, I noticed that a lot of people that do step away really get that COVID-15, even when there's no COVID around. So, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to <laughs> lose sight of who you are and what you do. And I thank God that you guys, even through some of the toughest times have, have found a way to stay who you are and keep motivating the masses to be less massive in, in, in a bad way. So, you know, thank you for that. And thank you for sticking around. <laughs> Or, you know, through the years. I mean, I know there's a church song that says down through the years, you know, and, and, and I, I really appreciate that because it's not uh, a year 
or something where you're still not engaging in the sport or, or basically speaking out for it. So, you know, year after year after year, you guys are still shining, uh, you know, whether you're on stage or not. I like how Dad said that, where it's, it's if you're on stage, you're fine. If you're not on stage, you're fine, but you're still engaging the sport and the, and the bodybuilding community. And I think that's what promotes what a Hall of Famer should be. And if you can't identify with you guys, then there's a true problem in, in your life and, and, and your passion in the sport. And maybe you need to rethink why you're doing it. Because if you can't set the example like you guys are setting it, then what would make you a Hall of Famer if you really you know don't have the passion that promotes it from within? So thanks for that, and, and thanks for all you do. And, and congratulations to this year's crop because they've been doing it and holding it down for years as well. Des? Yep. I got I got nothing to add to that, except for maybe a, a snickerdoodle sprinkle. Yeah, well, know. you know, if it's, if it's on a, a protein donut, I'm good. <laughs> a chocolate protein donut. I, you know, I do have something here that I want to call out, though, because, you know, we 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 spent some time uh, with with Rico in the beginning about the documentary, but so now we have to have a little fair play because this is an award um, that you don't see a lot. In fact, I don't know that I've seen this really anywhere other than the INPA PNBA at the Olympia, and this is the best symmetry award that Tinica has won not only once but twice. And, and well I earned, have to think, yes, that is quite a feat to be honored with best symmetry. It was much an, very much an honor for sure. <laughs> <clears throat> that was right at the beginning when I got there and won, and then I won that. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so honored. I was beside myself. I think I almost shed a tear on stage when I accepted it the first time. And then the very next year, getting it again, I'm like, two years in a row, does that happen? Does that happen? Does that happen? <laughs> um, no, it was just phenomenal. But those two first two years that I competed, 2010 and 2011, I gave it everything. Because in 2009, <clears throat> excuse me, a boy broke my arm. Arm wrestling. Oh, arm wrestling. No. Arm wrestling. Oh. I went to a 21st, and I was older than them. But um, I looked really amazing and the guys are like oh do you lift weights and I was like yeah two guys um and they just got really shitty so the third guy decided to jump off the table and he actually used his body weight and broke my arm needless to say oh. I don't know that sort of thing anymore but uh, yeah no no uh, completely wow spiral fracture of the humerus my arm fell off the table um oh. and I came back okay and I, okay. I did 15 shows in 2010 and 17 shows of 2011, and those two years, I transformed my body so well. And I was so grateful and humble and honored for what I'd achieved from somebody breaking my arm. Well, there you go. Oh, oh my Ow. gosh. And, that, and so coming back from that injury, <laughs> yes. and then you competing and both, so many shows. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't even imagine. I was just so fire. I just wanted to go... I've got this. My body's going to bounce straight back after nine weeks being immobilized. And I, um, yeah, came through like 
well and far and beyond all my expectations. I was just so humbled, privileged, and most definitely driven. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's awesome. And that's a great attitude because I don't know, I would have wanted to, after nine weeks, go out and find that guy and have a little Harry Carey. I don't know, but that's just, oh that's just something else. You channeled that energy in a much better way, <laughs> and, it, and it came out with the two Best in Symmetry uh, awards, so that is awesome. That is awesome. And, guys, you know, I – I've got nothing else to add to this fantastic show. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of questions we could go through, but we don't have enough time for all of that. So, Kaylin, last thoughts on tonight. I know that if people took and grabbed hold of life like these two, that we wouldn't have COVID. How about that? (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. I, I would totally agree. If everyone lived life like this, COVID would just be destroyed by sheer internal radiance coming out. Yes. Amen. Out of our eyeballs and ears. (laughs) So with that, Rico and Jenica, thank you so much for uh, ending your day, starting your day with us. We are in, I mean, Jenica, it's already her Wednesday. Rico's wrapping up a Tuesday with Kaylin and I. So, I mean, I, I love it that we are international, but we're still all together in one place. I think that's fantastic. I love all of our international listeners and our international guests that we are just one big family. I love, 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 love that. Love, I just, I'm feeling so much love from Rico and Tenica. I'm just having my own little love fest over here, but I just love that. Oh, I love and you so too. Honey. Just, yeah. <laughs> much love, much you, love. <laughs> so just thanks so much for being with us and for just being you, for being the, just the natural Hall of Famers that you are and everything you do for the sport. So thank you very much. And, you know, I am just feeling so much love. Kaylin, I'm even going to say love to, love for Snickerdoodle Protein tonight. Hey, hey, I, I'm I would say actually super chocolate just because of that. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> so on behalf of everybody out there who loves natural bodybuilding and their just fellow man, their neighbor, your body is a temple. So let's build it. 